Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com Welcome to Stupidity, home of the greatest media mind ever to walk the planet. Okay, so here's the deal. He's a true icon in every sense of the word. He's loved and feared more than any being to grace this planet. There's two guys, is it? A man with a voice that sounds like Barry White and Beyonce had a Jewish baby. God himself would pay $39.99 for a cameo. Fact of the matter is, you are about to embark on a transcendent experience that can only be described as psychological nudity. This is Stu Gatz, and this is Stupidity. Here we go, Jim. Mikey Ash. I'm so happy. I see a big smile on your face. You were telling me last week how much you missed a certain person who's involved with these proceedings, and that certain person, he's back. He's back. <laughs> what did you do to poor Mikey last week? Uh, made him more. the last he couple existed. weeks. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't do anything to Mikey, Billy. I mean, you're the one who took three weeks off. I mean, what do you want the, from me? The crazy thing is I still have nine to go. Well, do you really? I'm telling you, I, when they called me. Time out. You have nine total, so you have six to go, or you have 12, which means you would have nine to go. No, so I, they called me to to ask me what my plan was like the couple days after my baby was born and the last time they told me like you have three weeks of paternity 
And I made the mistake last time of like, well, I'll space it out throughout the year. You know what I mean? So like, I'll take a week off, which ended up not being a week off really because we had that 24 hour marathon. So then I took another week after that and then I kind of got back to it. But I was also like working at home from at the time because of like the COVID situation. So it was like, I was finding an easier balance than going in, whatever. So long story short, I was like, you know what? I should probably just take the three weeks straight. Cause I'm, I know I'm not going to go back and take the weeks later in the year. Cause I never did it the last time, which also like with unlimited vacation, does it really matter? But anyway, so when they called the me, the answer is no. Well, so when they called me and they asked me, and they're like, well, what is your plan for paternity? I'm like, oh, you know, like I set it up like we're, you know, in a good spot for like the different shows for the next couple of weeks. I think I'm just going to take the three weeks straight. And I felt like almost like a guilt in saying like I'm going to take the three weeks that I'm like, you know, given for this. And they're like, well, it's kind of changed since the last time. I'm like, oh, boy, here we go. I'm going to have to tell my wife mm-hmm. that I have to be back to work tomorrow. Like, this is going to be right. like a whole right. thing. And we're like, we don't really do paternity anymore. I'm like, oh, boy, this is headed in a bad direction. Like, I'm oh. going to like be docked now for not going the last two days. <laughs> and then they're like, now that the company just calls it parental leave and everyone gets 12 weeks, I'm like, what is this now? Like, wait, what? <laughs> What's <weeks>? this? <laughs> yeah. So, so, so then... I was like, man, like I I really botched this negotiation of how much time I'm going to take off at the beginning because I just came out and said I'm going to do the three. And they're like, well, you got 12. So so now I, I don't know. But I can never disappear for 12 straight weeks. Obviously, I couldn't just be gone for three months, especially headed into football season. So I think I have you a could year. try. I, I mean, you could if you, you could wanted try. to. I mean, <laughs> So your guilt went to like, oh, my God, like disappointment because you left nine weeks on the table. I well, mean, I mean, I could have taken at least like one more. Right. And then like because it's still a slow time in sports. There's not a ton going on. There's a trade deadline, but like there's not a ton going on right now. So I could have probably taken off a little more headed into football. So I have to figure out. I mean, I'm going to take when my my wife goes back to work, I'll probably take that week just to kind of make that an easier transition. And then like after football season, take, you know, some time and spring break and stuff like that. But yeah, like. It's almost like, well, I'm not going to say it's too much time because it's not, but like, yeah, it's, there's a lot, have kids if you can, Stuga. It's like, go, go in there and have kids because. Well, I, listen, I've been begging my wife because you get three weeks off and now I've learned that it's 12 weeks off. I've been begging her, let's have another child. Uh, I spent the entire weekend doing that. How does it work with twins? Do I get double the time off? I that's mean... a good question. You should strike while the iron's hot, I would say, before the policy changes again, because like, it seems like it's something that's like, you know, changes from time to time. And you kind of have to get it right at the right time. Is this a retroactive move, by the way? Can I go back and like, you know? I don't think so. That's not how it so. works. <laughs> I have a question for you okay. uh, based on something that I've noticed that's going on here. Is okay. Stupot a golf podcast now? Because it seems like you've built this great relationship with the PGA. It. And like every it. week, it's just like, who won the tournament? Like, you want to watch Stupot? Like, yeah. And you're getting great, all but- these. Yeah. If that's what Great it turns into, <laughs> yes, if that's what it turns into, I am fine with that. Like the PGA Tour likes us. They like this show. We've had the Open Champion on. We've had the U.S. Open Champion on. Uh, this is going well for me. I love golf, Billy, and it's July and August, you know? Yeah. I'm yeah. I'm actually surprised that you haven't tried to turn this into like we should do God bless golf. And I don't know why I'm saying this out loud because I know that now like that those wheels are going to get in motion. But like I'm surprised with this relationship. We haven't tried to turn it into that. But knowing how things work out, like once we announce that we're going to do a golf podcast, then right. that well will dry up and it'll be like, well, who do we talk to? 
about golf and it'll be like, well, let's get like, I Drew don't Millard. know. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be Drew Millard. <laughs> oh my, we have Lee Hodges coming on. Stupidity. Hey! He won his first tournament at the 3M last week and qualified for the FedEx playoffs, which uh, kick, off, uh, kick off August 10th. Uh, with the St. Jude. Uh, but I like this. Who's the last non-golfer we had on Stupot? It's a great question. I will tell you next week, Ron Say. Okay? <laughs> like, not the a penguin. golfer. Yeah, the penguin. Neil Everett. Last week, Neil Everett. Oh, yeah, we had Neil on last week, Billy. Yeah, Neil on to talk about what? Just ESPN time and stuff like that? Yeah, just to, you know, kind of recap his career, talk about what's next. Uh, Neil's, yeah, talk about his cool vibe and all that. Billy would love Neil Everett, right, Mikey A.? Oh yeah. yeah, Neil. Neil and you would vibe very well. I don't think he'd like me though. I think I guess he I, would. I like him. I don't think he'd like me. I don't think Neil doesn't like anybody. Yeah, if that makes Correct. sense. Like he, that's yes. just not in his DNA. No, I. I don't think he dislikes anyone, but I don't think that he would necessarily like me. If that makes sense, you know what I mean? Right. Like he wouldn't hate me, but he wouldn't. I. I don't I think like, he does hate though. That's what Mikey's trying to say. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. I agree. I don't think he'd hate me, but I don't think like. I often think uh, that I, I'm kind of like, people just don't think of me. You know what I mean? Like, that's the relationship I have with people. Like, I'm very easy to forget. I'm a very forgettable person. So, like, I'll encounter people, I'll meet people, whatever, and they'll never remember that they met me because I don't leave a good impression on anyone. I just, and it's not, it's not a bad impression. I just don't leave an impression on people. You know what I mean? So, like, people forget that they meet me all the time. I can't tell you how many people have said to me, nice to meet you, and it's like, we've met three or four times already. <laughs> Sims loves you, though. Who I mean, how about who that? was it that you did that to that it was like oh it was uh <laughs> oh I probably shouldn't say the name but I remember that you did it to Hank Azaria when Hank was on to talk to you about the Knicks You're like oh you know Billy and he was like ah uh, do I <laughs> but he's met you he's been in our studios I that, mean, to your points right <laughs> I'm very forgettable I'm telling you I had um I had so when we were like younger, now that like we're older, it doesn't happen as much. But like we used to have like these like get togethers, like couples get together things or whatever, like birthday parties or like stupid just crap that you like invite fellow couples over to do, like basically just like to come over to the house. And there was this couple that were like friends of our friends. And I swear to God, and I probably should have, but I swear to God for like two years, every single time we went this one couple would say nice to meet you to me and my wife every single time and they must have said nice to meet you to us like five to six times in a span of like two years and it's like we just saw each other at pumpkin carving it is gingerbread house activity okay this right. was like two months ago i know that i'm forgettable but it was like like are you okay at this point because it was two months ago that i saw you Mikey, a., how long do you let that go before you just call the couple out? Like, Billy should say something. Never. No? I, ne I will never call him out on anything. <laughs> yeah, I'm much more subtle and, and funny about it. I'd start telling them stories that they told me that I remember. Ooh. Like, I, I would like start that. doing things like that to them. Like, oh, yeah, I met this one couple that at, at pumpkin carving, and they were saying blah, blah, and then wait for them to be like, <laughs> that was us. You know? Like, no, you, it wasn't. <laughs> you know what? I have I have an idea. Of, I, I think this is what if there's people listening to this and they are in a similar situation or will be in a similar situation instead of t I think that what you should try to do when talking to that couple or those people again is like almost assume their identity. So like 
think about things that they did or said to you and just say it as if this has happened to you or this is something that you're going through. And then they'll be like, oh, my God, like, how weird is that? Like, this happened to me, too. Like, what a small world. Like, what a coincidence. That's crazy that this is happening to both of us. (laughs) Yeah. Make it weird. Yeah, make it as weird as possible. But the danger in that is that then maybe they'll think like, oh, my God, we have so much in common. Let's be best friends. And it's like, I don't like you don't even know who I am. And we've met so many times. I don't want to be your best friend. But but that's even better because the next time you see them when they're like, oh, I think we're going to be friends with that couple. You just be like, hi, nice to meet you. Oh, that's a really good. You had your chance. That's a really good. Assume their identity all the way, Billy. Forget I really that. like that. <laughs> but Billy, you're not about making things more uncomfortable. <laughs> no, I. You know what actually is funny? If every time you meet them, you tell them a different name too, right? And just see like which one sticks. And then, like, ultimately, when you go like all in and you start telling them, retelling them about themselves, you assume their names too. Does your wife get upset? Is she like, we just met them? Like, what? Like, how many times do we have to hang out with them before they remember who the? F- we are not no i don't think she gets upset i think she's just like yeah i don't like they're a little just kind of like they're out there right? what's going on there do you want them to know who you are you don't it seems like you don't you, like, I'm, be- I'm fine with them like not knowing who i am right but like how do you guys also um deal with like this situation because i come off as rude unintentionally to people because i also assume like if it's someone that i knew from like years ago it's like well they don't remember like if you run into someone from like elementary school or something like that right like do you assume that everyone that you run into that you haven't seen in like 10 12 i guess with social media it's different now right Right. but like i assume if it's someone that i knew from my childhood like they don't remember me they don't know who i am for anything like we works to guys, for example, Kristen, who works with us, went to my elementary school. We're the same age. She was in the opposite class. And we had like a good three weeks at work, two, three weeks, like encounters going back and forth where both of us were like, so do we ask that person if they remember us from when we were like eight years old or like, do we not? Like, did you go to this school? And I was like, and then finally one time she like broke the ice like, hey, can I ask you something? Did you go to this? school? And I was like, yes, thank you. Finally, you're the one that asked the question because I've been thinking about this for like two weeks now and I'm not going to be the one. I'm fine living in that awkward space forever. Uh, I know you are, Billy. I'm familiar with you. (laughs) But it's not, it's not even like thriving there. It's just like, I would rather live in a world where I I come off as kind of rude and I feel like the insecure, like privately insecure, than the awkward like, hey, and then they do like the hey, nice to or nice to meet you or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just so bad with names. I'm so bad with remembering if I've met people or not. Like I am doing some shows at WFAN this week with Greg Giannotti and someone wrote an article about it asking uh, how we know each other, how long we'd known each other. Uh, and I responded, I believe, I think this is the first time he and I will be meeting. So I, oh, well, that's, but I'm not 100% confident. I mean, that's dangerous. You got to just be more vague than that, you know? <laughs> I mean, maybe in passing at a Super Bowl or something. I have no idea. I don't know. Yeah. But We've been in similar that. circles for decades. You know, that kind of like. Yeah, you just yeah. throw in like, oh, you know, you know how this industry works, you know, like things like that and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Um, so, Billy, I will tell you this, since you asked the question about the golf show. We, Mikey is right. We had Neil Everett on last week on Stupidity. We took Brian Harmon and we put him on God Bless Football. How about that little switcheroo? I did, I did see that switcheroo, and I was wondering how that came about. I just kind of, like, because they asked me, like, hey, can you send us the link for this? I'm like, where the hell did he put that, right? And then I started digging, and I found it. I'm like, hmm. This must have been like a Wednesday or Thursday interview is how this ended up there. <laughs> Mikey, how'd we arrive at that? I asked him a single football question. Was, first, was off, it, right? first off, that was that was a great use of the word we, like I had anything to do with it. So basically what happened was... Well, you were busy. Uh, I mean, you were doing Billy's job. You know? I mean, yeah. Uh, oh, my goodness. Um, no, but what happened was that uh, you did the extra show in New York, the live show, and then you were That's only right. going to record so much. So you were like, hey, that 16 minutes we did previously, let's just throw that on God Bless Football. So there's 16 minutes left I have to do of God Bless Right, because I went into that event thinking I was going to get Peyton Manning and Roger Goodell and perhaps Larry Fitzgerald. I got none of them. I got Justin Tuck. And he was great. He was fine, but I got no one else. So it was break glass in case of an emergency. We had to get creative. And I remembered I asked Harmon a single college football question, just one, and that was good enough to get on God Bless Football. You're good with that, right, Billy? Yeah, you know, it's the off season. <laughs> Look, like two weeks before we had Nitro on from the American Gladiators. So like and he was basically instructing us on how to use steroids safely, I guess. I don't even know. It was very weird. It was like a pro steroid show with it afterwards. Yeah. I think I even told you guys to go, I don't know if that was the most responsible thing that we've ever done. <laughs> Weren't we supposed to have his like doctor on or something? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, I was actually thinking, gang, now that we're all here together, and I know this gang. is I know this is this isn't a meeting. This is like, want... a, this isn't a meeting. This is an actual podcast. Intro. We got Lee Hodges waiting. All right, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was thinking we should do uh a God bless football fantasy episode where we help Nitro draft his team, right? Like oh, we yes. have to do that. Yes. We have yes. to. He yes. was legitimately asking us about his fantasy team. And then I was thinking of if that goes well, taking it a step further. And this is, I don't know why I suggest these things. Cause this is just really making a mess of things. Having just like a quick, like weekly drive by with Nitro of like, Hey, how'd you do this week in fantasy? And then keep it moving. You know what I'm I mean? I'm in. That's, that's... <laughs> But can, let's put it with Mojo with in the guys. <laughs> that that's a dangerous combination. Can we have Nitro be our fantasy expert when he told us he doesn't know anything about it? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, you want it, so you want to do a fantasy preview and then a fantasy check-in weekly? Is that what you're saying with Nitro? That's what I'd like to do, I think. Little yeah. Matthew Cherry? I mean, how about Maybe. that? That lasted <laughs> one entire episode. If anyone remembers who Matthew Cherry is, which was Greg Cody pretending to be Matthew Cherry. <laughs> Wow. He was awful at it. Yeah, that wasn't the best. <laughs> By awful, I mean he was Greg Cody. Yeah. Who are we talking to? Lee Hodges. Oh, yeah. He uh, he went to Alabama. I'm going to ask him, Billy. I'm going to make you uncomfortable on your first day back. But uh, we need an Alabama correspondent. Don't That's ask all I'm going to ask. Why? Oh, come on. Why would you Why? do that? What do you mean? Don't you think you guys don't find it fun that if we, we're doing this show, God bless football, it's been wildly successful. OK, we yeah. all enjoy doing it, I think. Oh, uh, but would it be is. fun if like Lee Hodges just came by every week and gave us a quick update on Alabama? You want to do a fantasy update with Nitro. But we haven't <laughs> even spoken to Lee yet. So you don't yeah. know if it's going to go well, but you've already decided that you want him to be on the show every single week. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, uh, what are you saying? He could be terrible or he might hate us. I don't, I just give, they slow down. How were you, how did you date? Like, did you just propose to everyone your first date? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Billy, I'm that guy. It's like, I want a shot of tequila. I don't want to drink 15 beers. I want to get straight to the sex. I mean, let's go. I mean, Billy, I missed you. Billy, you I don't understand you. that, Billy. I just want to get drunk as quickly as possible. No, I understand okay? what you're saying. You're yes, just, right, I was actually right. trying to leave it for that to be the last thing that you said introing, Lee. Let's bring uh, Lee Hodges on the golf podcast. Stu Gouts here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Listen, for me, it's simple. When I'm sitting around with friends, with family, we're at concerts, we're watching the Knicks finally win for the first time in 30 years, we're laughing, we're having a great time, we do it with ice cold Miller Lite. So we have, always will. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. Oh my gosh. Folks, gather around. Everyone gather around. Listen to these words. The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you gotta check this out. New customers, listen to me. You bet just five bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code DAN. That's code DAN for new customers. And you get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. That's insane. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Lee Hodges, a first-time winner on the PGA Tour, won the 3M Open. He qualifies for the FedEx playoffs, which start August 10th uh, with the St. Jude. Uh, Lee, thank you for joining us. And I'll just tell you this. uh, Wyndham Clark joined us right after, I think, his first victory. And very good things have happened to him since. He has won the U.S. Open. He has made the Ryder Cup team. You're in good hands, Lee Hodges. You understand that? I love hearing that. Yeah, no. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks for having me on. That's awesome. Uh, did you have any sort of expectation? Did you think before the weekend started, I'm going to go out and get my first tour victory this weekend? Like, did you have any idea this was coming? I mean, I knew I'd been playing well for a while. I mean, I knew that my game had been trending in a nice direction. Um, and I knew that me and my team that I surround myself with had been doing all the right things. But, um, yeah, I mean, I knew after I knew after Friday afternoon I, I was going to have a good chance. I just knew that my game was in a good spot. And I knew mentally I was in a good spot. So, uh yeah, I mean, I knew I was going to have a chance. Did I know I was going to win by seven shots? No, but uh, <laughs> I knew I, I knew I was going to have a chance. But if I told you before the tournament you were going to go wire to wire and win by seven shots, you would have told me what? 
Nah, you're crazy. But uh, uh, I, but I knew my game was in a good spot. I mean, I knew I was playing well, um, like I said. And, um, yeah, I, I wouldn't have been surprised if you said I had a chance to win. But to win by seven shots and lead every day, I would have probably called you crazy. <laughs> Is that the best golf you've ever played? Oh, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, that's that was a special week. Um, and just gives me a lot of confidence going forward that I know that that game's in there. You checked the bank account today? I asked Wyndham the same thing. I asked, I asked every golfer who comes on. You checked the bank account, didn't you? You, you went over a million bucks, man. You checked the bank account yeah, to make sure I, the thing I went through. Haven't, I have not checked it, but um, I, I actually think it hits tomorrow. So I, maybe I'll uh, check it tomorrow. <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> so you went to Alabama. You played golf at Alabama. It, did Nick Saban call you? Hell yeah. He, he did. Yeah, he did. I, um, yeah. That was tough. Uh, I was that was the most nervous I was all week by far. Um, I, I think I gave him a bud and a pal, and I uh, I kind of blacked out. I kind of wish I just would have called him coach. What do you mean you gave him a bud and a pal? Like why not? Why not just Coach Saban or Nick or something like that? I just kind of blacked out to be honest. I don't really remember what I said, and um, it was a lot. And uh, Coach Sewell was there, my Alabama golf coach, and he just kind of. Um, came up to me with the phone and coach Saban was on. I wish he'd gave me a little bit more of a heads up, but uh, yeah, I kind of panicked and that was easily the most nervous I was all week, but no, it was great to talk to coach. He's a, um, a he's the ultimate competitor. So anytime you, you kind of win and you're talking to somebody like him, it's super special. I like the idea of Nick Saban being like the president of Alabama. So whenever anyone from Alabama does anything great, Saban gets on the phone and calls them yeah. and congratulates. I think them. that's how it works, Billy. I actually think no, no. <laughs> he could he, he could run for governor and win by a million votes. Oh, hundred oh, percent. Listen, don't give him any ideas, okay, Lee? Yeah. I mean, he will. Uh, wait, so how does that come up on your phone? Like, how do you like? Do you have Nick Saban's number in your phone, or how did it come up? No, it was Coach Coach Sewell's phone. Coach just walked up to me with his phone, and Coach was on the phone. And um, he was just like, hey, Lee, here. Coach wants to say congratulations. And, you know, his voice, he was, hey, Lee. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And then I kind of blacked out. <laughs> you blacked out, huh? Because yeah. Nick Saban, is that the coolest call? You, it had to be the coolest call you got after winning, right? Oh, yeah. No doubt, yeah. I mean, Coach Saban called me. Greg Byrne, the AD at Alabama, called me, which was pretty cool. Um and then I got some nice text messages. So, yeah, it was really cool. A lot Nice to hear from a lot of people. Do you and Harmon fight at all? Because we had him on after he won the Open Championship. He went to Georgia. He loves Georgia, hates Alabama. Do you guys give each other shit or what? Uh, I don't give too much to Harm. I don't know Harm all that well. But um, Sepp Straka and uh, Grayson Sig, those are the two guys that I love to gig. Um, they're they're two of my closest friends. And, um, man, they've they've been giving it to me. And I've been trying to give it back. But it hadn't been working out too well for, for my side so far. Um, they've been they've got us the last two years. So, uh, but, no, I, I love to give them crap. Uh, where'd your love of music come from, Lee? Oh uh, yeah, I mean, I've I've always kind of been a music fan. My my stepdad is a he's a huge music guy, so uh, I, I guess kind of just being around him, listening to music with him. What kind of music uh, are you listening to? Uh, I'm either country or uh, he he's a big '80s '80s fan. So anything any, any of those '80s rocks, I've nah, I'm a big fan. What's the celebration song after you win a tournament? Is there is there a particular song you go to? No, not really. All yeah. just just happy. Just you know, anything, anything upbeat. <laughs> anything upbeat. You should play golf with Saban now. By the way, I mean, yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to play golf with Coach. He, uh, I, I, when I was at Alabama, when it wasn't football season, he would come 
come out of the facility and hit golf balls a little bit because um, Coach Sewell gives him uh, swing lessons. So uh, it was nice to be around him a little bit there. This feels like something you need to strike where the iron's hot with Nick. Like now that he has your name at the top of his head, like now's the time to start asking for things. Maybe look at the schedule, be a guest at one of the games, something like that. Put in the request this week before Nick Saban gets distracted and moves on to something else, I think. Yeah, before someone else at Alabama does well. Yeah, exactly. Which is coming very soon, by the way. I mean, no doubt. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Justin will probably win the next three weeks, so then everybody will forget about me. By the way, how Nick Saban is that, that he has questions on his golf swing and he just goes to the Alabama golf coach to teach him how to golf? No doubt, yeah. Coach Coach Sewell has, I think, been giving swing lessons since Coach Saban got to Alabama. Um, they're very, very close friends. Wait, but if Sewell has to work with you or Nick Saban, he's choosing Nick Saban? Like, I mean, Sewell's oh, yeah. got to get his priorities no straight here. I mean, yeah. <laughs> No doubt. He's for sure working with Coach first. Uh, is, is Saban any good? Spurrier. I almost said Spurrier. He's is Saban any good? His, he hits it fine. His short game could use some work. His chipping could use some work, uh, and he knows that. He always – when he's at facility, he's always chipping, and he gets – I would watch him get mad when Coach – because Coach Sewell is an unbelievable chipper, and um, Coach would try to help him. And um, But it actually hits, hits the ball solid. hits it nice, actually. All right, Lee, I'm telling you, I want this Coach Sewell on the show if we can make that happen. He's fantastic. I have questions for him. He's fantastic. (laughs) How do you feel about being an Alabama correspondent for a show called God Bless Football? Is that something you'd be interested in, or what what do you think? Billy, we need an Alabama correspondent. He loves football. He loves Alabama. Why not? Why not, Lee Lee, Hodges? Lee, Lee, this is just a precursor to him asking you to get Saban on with us. That's all this is. Okay. Well, I just called him Putin, but I don't know if I'm the greatest person to ask. Now, listen, Mikey, I'm going to use Sewell for that, okay? Yeah. Uh, Billy, you're going to love this. You collect baseball cards, correctly? Uh, I, not as much baseball, football and basketball, but I have a few baseball. All right, so what's the uh, what's the show off card? The card that you're proudest of? Oh, I've got um, I've got a Luca rookie card. Um, I've got uh, we've got a couple Patrick Mahomes rookie cards. I did it with one of my buddies. His name's Kyle, and uh, that's just our fun little hobby. We've got we've got some nice ones though, but it's just a super fun thing to kind of get your mind away from work and stuff like that. What's the most valuable uh, valuable one you have? Is it is it the Luca one? It might no, yeah. it'd be the Patrick Mahomes. What's it worth? Do you know? I don't know. Maybe thousand, a little bit more. Wow, man! And how'd you yeah. get into that? Uh, just through my buddy Kyle. Um, I mean, I was just a couple of years ago. I just kind of thought I needed, you know, because I'm I'm a big hunter and uh, I like to fish, but not as much as I like to hunt. And um, but you can't hunt all year round because that's not everything's out in season so i was kind of looking for a little bit something more to get into just to kind of get my mind off of golf and he was into he was into cards and kind of helped me get into it and man it's super fun hobby and um i've i really enjoyed it the last couple years are you someone that'll like throw a ton of money at like these expensive boxes of cards that's like one of one and then you do like the thing with a little knife and you're like ah and like on instagram I like to watch them. Um, yeah, I, I've, I've, I haven't got into to the many of the really expensive ones. Those are a little bit too risky for me. I'd like rather a waste just the money. Them. I'd rather just you know, there. It's so if you get into like a really expensive one, it's a for sure waste of money. Like mm-hmm. you know, I've gotten in one or two that are like a hundred or two hundred bucks, but some guys are spending five grand. Yeah, and like that's crazy to me. Like I'd rather just go buy the card that I want. <laughs> 
But yeah, now you can. I mean, any card you want, you know? <laughs> well, tomorrow. Make sure make sure the wire yeah, goes tomorrow. through first, so that tomorrow you tomorrow. can do that. <laughs> Lee Hodges is with us. Won his uh, first tournament on the tour, uh, the 3M, uh, and makes the FedEx uh, playoffs here starting August 10th with the uh, St. Jude. Can you put us there? I love this question because the first victory is mm-hmm. it's got to be one of the great moments in your life. And so as you're walking down Sunday, the 18th fairway, you know you've got it sewed up. You know you're winning the thing. You're up by seven strokes. What's going through your mind? Just just gratitude, honestly, for everybody that's helped me get there. And, you know, it was, it was very self-rewarding. Like, you know, I, I, I'm, you know, it's it. Everybody dream. I feel like everybody dreams of like making a putt on the last hole to win. But honestly, I was I, I was super grateful to be able to enjoy that walk up there. Um, that was awesome hearing the fans. You know, I think some of them were chanting "Roll Tide," which was super cool. And um, yeah, yeah, seeing my wife and everybody behind the green, it was just a super rewarding moment. And you know, all the money in the world and all the FedEx Cup points can't can't buy that moment that the when the putt went in. That's what we're all chasing, to be honest. You uh you mentioned hunting before. What are you hunting? Yeah, I love to duck hunt. That's that's my number one passion. I tell people all the time I play golf to fund my hunting hobbies. So uh, <laughs> it's uh, now duck hunting is 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 my favorite, and and I'll, I'll deer hunt uh, as well. It's it's I like to deer hunt, and I've gotten in turkey hunting the last couple of years. So really, hunting just in general is that's kind of my getaway from golf. Uh, the FedEx playoffs coming up August 10th, starting with the St. Jude. Ton of money at stake there and also a lot of pride, a lot of ego there. Uh, you're excited. You made it, man. Congratulations to you, buddy. Yeah. Thank you, man. Yeah, it's great. Um, you know, that was our that was our goal at the end of the year or at the beginning of the year was just to make the playoffs and then make a run. So, yeah, here we are, and we're in a great spot. So, tomorrow I'll get back to work uh, to uh, try to make that happen. How do you feel about Tiger now being a major part of the PGA Tour, really representing the players here moving forward? That was announced today. It's a big move for the PGA Tour, and you couldn't pick a better person to have lead the players through whatever you guys are going through right now and into the future. How do you feel about that news? I think that's fantastic. I mean, I if, there, if there's anybody I could pick, it, it would be him. You know, he's he's the ultimate face of our game, and um, he's he's always going to look out for the players and, and, and our best interest. And, yeah, I think that's probably the best move that the tour's made uh, so far in this whole ordeal. All right, so the best feeling here for Lee Hodges, and we'll let you go in just a second, okay? Is okay. it hunting and, you know, shooting and killing a couple of ducks, I guess? Uh, is yeah. it is it getting the right card? Is it winning a golf tournament? Or is it getting a call from Nick Saban? It's for sure winning that golf tournament, man. That's 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 something I've never felt before. Um, but I am looking forward to my next call with Coach. I think I'll handle it a little bit better. Yeah. <laughs> Pal. <laughs> after after you win your first tournament, do you start like looking yourself up and see like all the headlines and what people are writing about you at all, or are you too busy? No, I, I haven't done that. Um, okay. They will be mean to you, Lee. I got to be honest. Well, because I, mean, I, I have a specific uh, question, and I'm wondering whether or not you saw it. So the tournament was in Minneapolis, and yeah, one of I, the I local. Think I know what you're going to say. Yeah. I did think you see the? Pu- you saw the push it. notifications that said golfer no one has ever heard of blows out no name competition at Minnesota's PJ yeah. Tour event. And they said another one right behind it that was yeah. like nicer. <laughs> it seems not necessary to send the first yeah. one out. Right. I Who mean, did you piss off in Minneapolis? I I don't know. I mean, I think plenty of people have heard of Tony Finau and Justin Thomas Peanuts. and JT Poston. So, 
I think uh, I don't know who wrote that, but they they I don't think they were correct. They heard a unanimously. Okay, that's it. So that's right. That's right. I mean, Nick Saban's calling you. You know. Yeah. All right, so how do we get your college coach on, and are you interested? Answer the question, because I don't want Billy and Mikey to, to influence at all, okay? I just want you on, straight up, I want you as an Alabama correspondent. So how do we get this done, okay? I will not ask you to get Nick Saban. I will ask your coach for that, right? <laughs> yeah, anything you want to know about Alabama football, I got you. Yes! I mean, Billy, you heard him! <laughs> I'm, I'm locked into Alabama football all the time, man. That's I love it. I bleed crimson, so it's that's my favorite thing. Okay, so I promise you, okay, if we have you on again to do this, we will only ask you about Alabama football, and that's it. We will not ask you anything about golf, anything about hunting, well, anything about music I'll or have baseball a lot of, cards. I'll have a lot right. of Alabama football opinions. All right, you should be on the sidelines by then. Billy's right. right. Strike while the iron's hot. Exactly. Get some sideline passes, call a couple of plays. now, yeah. Call a couple of plays. Especially with those cupcakes they play at the beginning of the year, you know, call yeah. a couple of plays when they're up 55 to 7 or something like that. Perfect. All right. <laughs> Hey, we're uh, we're super happy for you. Congratulations, and uh, good luck with the FedEx playoffs coming up starting August 10th at the uh, St. Jude. I'm sure it was uh, one of the great weekends in your lifetime, man. So uh, we're super happy for you, and uh, it was exciting. I watch every weekend, so it was exciting to see you walk down the 18th fairway uh, knowing that you had won your first. I saw the smile on your face, man. I saw some yeah. tears, too, but it was cool to see it happen. Yeah, thank you, guys. That was awesome. Yeah, appreciate you having me on. All right, you got it. We'll talk to you in a few weeks for the first Alabama game, okay? Yeah. Yeah. See you, man. Sugat, you know what I'm just realizing? What? Just based on the rules that we talked about in the intro. Yeah. Could have aired on God Bless Football. Oh. Listen to me. We got Ron Say later this week, so we can put that on stupidity and put Hodges on God Bless Football. Back to back weeks with a golfer on God Bless Football. You remember that great PGA relationship you had? Yeah. Keep putting it on God bless football. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Listen, it's worked out for us, guys, right? Like this PGA relationship. Wyndham Clark, we had no idea Wyndham Clark was going to do this. Like we had him on, and he won the U.S. Open, and now he's on the Ryder Cup team. Like that's our guy right there, you know? Yeah. You take still... some swings, you know? If Lee Hodges turns into a major winner, we'll get him again. That's true. I mean, it it did work with Wyndham, so. It did. We'll, it just we'll hasn't worked with Homa. It has not worked with Homa at all. Homa's too mainstream once we got to him, you know? Yeah, he was too big. He's too popular. Yeah, he didn't have time for us. That's fine. I know. How do you guys feel about Lee Hodges? Do you think he wants to be the uh, Alabama correspondent? or? Yes, but now what do we do with that? Every week we're just going to check in with Lee about Alabama football? Hey, Lee, how do you think they'll do against the Citadel this week? Yeah, exactly right. (laughs) Exactly right. (laughs) I think they're going to win by 62 this week. Like, great. How about just for the big games? Yeah. (laughs) He gets a save in, though. (laughs) He's, yeah. No, that, that, no. He gets the coach. That's exactly right. Like, that's the thing about all of this is like, it's like, I'm not going to ask you for save, but I'm going to ask you for the coach. Like, great. So now we're going to talk to Lee and his coach so that you can eventually ask someone for saving. His coach, I mean, let's be honest. I don't know, like, his coach should get his priorities straight. And Nick Saban, by the way, please, are you kidding me? You have enough money to go out and get your own golf coach, okay? Leave Hodge's golf coach alone, for crying out loud. Mikey, can I tell you, and this is a little bit of a betrayal for Stugatz, but I think it's funny, and I think the audience will like this story. So 
you remember uh, when we spoke to Rachel's lacrosse coach, right? And we did an episode. Yes. So one of Stugatz's big spelling points on that was she's good friends with Belichick. Belichick's going to pop in and surprise her. And then he goes, wouldn't that be great? I'm like, yeah, that would be great. He's like, I think we should do the interview just so we could get to Belichick. I'm like, okay, I'm sure we're going to get Bill Belichick on that interview. Surprise, Bill Belichick never appeared on the interview. But she was great on her own. Permission to put it on the poll. Go ahead. Permission to put it on the poll. Does Bill Belichick ever just pop in? (laughs) He's got to be a terrible Zoomer, right? Oh, worse than Golic. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, don't, I don't want that. Let's <laughs> not go crazy. Stugatz here for my friends over at Miller Lite. A lot's changed over the years. One thing that hasn't, the great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So, what is the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite sparked this debate in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. Listen, for me, it's simple. When I'm sitting around with friends, with family, we're at concerts, we're watching the Knicks finally win for the first time in 30 years, we're laughing, we're having a great time, we do it with ice cold. Miller Lite. Always have, always will. Miller Lite keeps it simple, undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. You don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash stew, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer.